Yo, what up with everybody out there, man? You tapped into another episode, a new episode, I should say, of No Entitlement, man. I am your host, Tubbs. I'm back, as usual, giving y'all another episode, as I usually do, as I always do. So here it is, man. You know, I know I've been gone from the game for a minute, but you know, I'm getting these interviews together. I'm trying to bring y'all a new level to the motherfucking pod game, man. So, you know, if you've been listening, you know that I haven't had much interviews and shit like that. But that's okay, though, because I've got them now. I got them on the way, and they're coming, man. You know, I actually interviewed another rapper from out of Los Angeles not too long ago, man. So, you know, his interview coming up soon. Should, should come up real soon, though. So, you know, man, we're going we gonna to get to that, man. But, you know, but first of all, I always got to tell y'all what I've been up to and what I've been doing. You know, first of all, me, I just came back from L.A. probably like a few days ago, man. You know, I had to gain the connections, man, trying to get right with a lot of people out there. And I'm gaining them interviews while I'm out there, too. So I'm definitely going to end up taking a couple more trips out there throughout the year, probably like two or three, maybe three more throughout the year before the year over with because I got to take some more trips and take some more places, you know what I'm saying? So we going places, man, with this pie game shit. Like, no bullshit, man. We out here trying to level up every day, dog. Every day, nonstop. I was out there making connections, man, you know, getting to know people who's who, what's what, man, you know. So I'm out here, man. I'm trying to trying to be connected worldwide, man. Even out here in Miami, man. I'm trying to really like get to it, man. So, you know, all I'm trying to tap into all the upcoming rappers, the athletes, the motherfucking club promoters, anybody. Like if if it's anybody out there. I'm trying to holler at you, real talk, man. I'm trying to get you on here so we can talk and shit, man. For real, like on everything, man. So, you know, I'm always with it, always about the hustle and the grind, man. Nonstop. I'm always playing the field, man. I keep my I keep my ear close to the streets. That's one that's one good thing about me, man. I'm always in the streets. I'm ten toes down. I'm keeping my ear close to it. Who's who, what, what. I'm trying to meet up with whoever, man. So, you know, man. Like, if I ever message you, if I ever message you, that means I'm fucking with you, man. So, you know, I'm trying to get it out. I'm trying to get this pod shit out, man. I'm trying to really get people on here so I can really, like, just like just pick their brain because I'm really trying to learn from other people, too, every time, nonstop, nonstop, man. But like I said, though, I've been trying to get the interviews in order. I'm definitely going to have one with that, with that famous rapper that everybody probably know out there in California or you probably know of him if you haven't. You know what I'm saying? This is your chance to learn through this pod real quick, man. So, you know, today, man, I'm really going to just be talking about What's been going on with Soldier Boy, man? Soldier's been fucking turned the fuck up lately, dawg. Big Draco has not been fucking around with y'all, man. And I love to see it. You know me, because I love to see what motherfuckers turn up when they haven't been getting the appreciation that they feel like they should have been getting, you know? And Soldier, man, I fuck with Soldier ever since, like, I want to say oh nine ten soldier had that one he he, he had a couple mixtapes out where like he had his run on the game i'm not even gonna lie like soldier was really like killing the shit for like a minute like he was though like it was a mixtape i forgot i forgot the name of it but that shit was hitting man you know what i'm saying and soldier man he been in the game for so long it's probably been more than 10 years literally like before he even dropped the shit on myspace for he was motherfucking doing the dances and shit when he had the rubber band chain you know the hater blockers big ass clothes and shit on you know you just got to respect soldier for what he came from and for where he is now now do i agree with him just going on a tyrant rant just going there telling motherfuckers i made this shit um i really don't agree with him saying that i i, I feel like he could have did it a little bit more humbler but he did come back out with that little video on Instagram talking about some. I'm back in 2019. I'm tired of all this fuck shit with all these rappers. I can kind of see where his, you know, his, his, 
like his anger is built from in a way i can kind of see that you know but it's it's always a way to kind of like handle shit you know what i'm saying you know i can understand him trying to come at tiger and shit like that about him and his girl and kylie and shit like that with travis scott nothing in her like bro you don't need to say all that bro like that ain't even necessary for your ass to even be saying bro even when he was talking about drake with the baby and shit like that i'm like man come on bro that ain't even necessary like niggas appreciate you for what you have done in the game soldier boy yeah you was one of the first ones to get on youtube like you changed the platform for music overall because you was the one of the first ones to get on youtube exploit that people are going to watch videos all day sit on youtube and watch videos all day non-stop even when he told charlamagne i'm the reason why the camera is on in the breakfast club because people watching shit now i don't know if that's that's not true but what I can really sit right here and say is that Soulja Boy is responsible for a lot of musicians posting their shit on YouTube and being able to get plays and, and being able to turn those plays into money and turn turn those views into money. Soulja Boy was one of the first ones to do that. I will say that he was, no, he was the first one to do that, especially in rap. That shit wasn't even like thought of, especially in rap in like 09, 08. Niggas wasn't even thinking about that shit then, you know what I'm saying? But when Soulja Boy got on there and started dancing, it created like a, a wave. That shit was stronger than crack in the 80s, or just as strong as crack in the 80s, like real talk, because everybody around the fucking world was trying to do that, crank, crank that Soulja Boy, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you couldn't, I was in middle school around the time, and I used to do that damn crank that Soulja Boy like every fucking day, like trying to master that damn dance every fucking day in my spare time. I sat right there, and I can't tell you how many hours I sat there trying to watch that damn video and just trying to make that motherfucking dance just just perfect. You know what I'm saying? Like just like just so I could look like Soulja Boy. You know what I'm saying? Soulja Boy had the hater blockers on. He made it cool for niggas. You know what I'm saying? Soulja Boy he made it cool. And when he got back, like a couple years down the line, he started making money and shit. He started getting tatted up and all that shit. But you really can't tell Soulja Boy shit because he was, what, 17, 18, 16, 17, 18? And he had so much money. So, and it's kind of hard for him now to really, like, how do I want to say, really read what's going on now because it's just like, you know, he came from this. And then he shot up the stardom so damn fast. He shot the stardom so fucking fast. It was crazy. Like, it's ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? So I can kind of see what's going on in Soldier Boy's mind, man. And he's like, fuck, man. Like, you know, so like when you see somebody who's angry like that, who's frustrated because he's not getting the respect that he deserves, it, it's kind of like even even with Bow Wow. Like, everybody always be dissing Bow Wow, jokes on him. But Bow Wow is definitely like a, 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 a stable in our in our childhood. Like, I'm I'm 26 now. Bow Wow probably dropped when what? I want to say around 2000, 2001, correct me if I'm wrong, I'm not really too sure, I'm just throwing, I'm just throwing a timeline out there, but Bow Wow was big at that time, Bow Wow probably fucked around and went multi-platinum off of, off of kids who was what, eight, nine years old, everybody wanted to be fucking Bow Wow, because you know why, because it was somebody young, and they seen somebody young who was doing what, everybody wanted to fuck around and be a rapper or, or a musician or something like that and being on tv is just that is just that crazy you know like everybody want to be on tv everybody want to be a rapper or a musician some way shape or form one, one point in time in their life somebody tried to do that somebody tried to emulate that or what they're doing on that man so i kind of see what soldier boy comes from in a way but he could have did it a little bit more humbler because people do appreciate soldier boy what he has done but you ain't got to be running around on everyday struggle, bruh. And running around on the breakfast club and just talking shit about other motherfuckers and their business. You ain't got to be doing that, though. I understand Drake don't put his business out there. So, like, it's for everybody to see. 
But everybody already know Travis Scott and, and the Tiger and Kylie situation. Everybody already know that and understand that. Now, what I would salute Soldier Boy on, he's a businessman. Businessman, without a doubt. He definitely know how to work his money. He know how to work his business. You know, he always sitting there trying to get that next dollar. And I salute that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a hustler. And I know a dollar's always on your mind regardless of how you put it. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I see I see from Soldier Boy because I'm a hustler. When you see another hustler, you like, all right, bet. You know what I'm saying? So he always trying to better himself, better himself, better himself. He, if he trying to make... If you make $1, he's trying to make 2 If you're trying to make $2, he's trying to make 4 So it's just what it is, you know? That's how Soldier Boy is. That's how he's always been. He's been a hustler. What, I think fucking Crank That sold 13 million in ringtones or some crazy shit like that. It was, dog, the number, like, the number's crazy of what Soldier Boy's been doing. Like, you know, for the past, what, maybe 12, 13 years? It's ridiculous. Like, Soldier Boy's really been, like, turning the fuck up, like, for real. So I appreciate Soldier Boy for all he has done for music. I'll be the first one to say that because I really do enjoy his music. You know, even with the with the production, he had a fucking, a Beyonce, like, Beyonce gave him a motherfucking, like, how do I, what, what is it called when, when somebody try, they, they try to use your shit and then, like, they, they, they give you props for it or something? He has a credit on Lemonade. That's a check, bruh. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Beyonce appreciates Soulja Boy too. All of us appreciate Soulja Boy at the end of the day. I really do believe that. Because I, I appreciate Soulja Boy a lot. A lot. He's just a businessman. Knows how to make hit music. And everybody can't, everybody can't forget. Hopped up out the bed. Turned my swag on. Took a look in the mirror. Say what's up. <laughs> that was a hit to me. You know what I'm saying? Even, even when he wrote, this right here is my swag. That shit was a hit. A lot of them shits, a lot of songs that people forget about that Soulja Boy wrote are really timeless classes. You can still play them bitches right now and people still gonna jam the motherfucker. So I'm not mad at Soulja Boy for going on his rants and shit like that, you know, because sometimes that shit needs to be said. It really does need to be said. People have to go out there and hear what you have done and, and not to forget what you have done. You know what I'm saying? I salute him. Now, the funniest thing that really came to my mind when I was watching all the interviews about Soulja Boy, because I watched like three or four of them now, when he was speaking on that fucking, uh, uh, he made the fucking, the fucking Nintendo game and shit, and I was like, hey, yo, Soldier, now, now, it's just something you just don't need to do, like the video game lane, you just need to chill, I understand, like, you business, you got all this shit that's going for you, you trying to do all this and that, like, you a hustler, I understand that, but some shit, bro, like, certain shit you just don't need to do, you just need to leave that shit to fucking Nintendo, leave that shit to them people, man, don't try to just, uh, jump in their lane, leave that shit to PlayStation and Microsoft with the Xboxes and all that shit, leave that shit to them, man, like, Apple Watches and all that shit, like, Fucking uh, mini MP3, man. Leave that shit to Apple, man. <laughs> they got that shit on lock. Ain't nobody gonna fuck around and even buy your shit. Even though I know that a lot of people spent a lot of their money on it, but they claiming that it could be fraud because a lot of motherfuckers was sitting over here buying their shit and they didn't. They wasn't getting like confirmation emails and all that. So I don't know, man. But I hope he don't fuck around and um and get and get sued for that shit because that that's copyright infringement like real talk cuz he said he got a lot of motherfucking games on that one little console or some shit like I'm I'm not even going to lie I wouldn't even try to even fall and even buy any of that shit because it's like PlayStation and Xboxes and shit like that like Nintendo they got that shit on lock it ain't even like no point in even like buying Soldier Boy shit even though he may he says he says in quotations that the shit sold out I don't know but <laughs> that shit, that shit just funny. But speaking of fraud, man, 
Man, I was watching this motherfucking the fire festival the other day, man, and that shit had me dying, bro. Like that's like the funniest shit ever. Cause I remember all this shit happening. I remember when they posted that shit on Instagram, talking about this is gonna be one of the biggest like music luxury festivals and all that shit. Cause I can clearly remember this shit happening like three years ago or two and a half years ago or some shit. And it was just hilarious to me. Cause I remember everybody was had their shit orange. And they had the fucking video, the promo video. But I seen the prices. I was like, bitch, I'm broke. <laughs> what the fuck I'm going to do? I'm going to be doing that, that shit. Even though the shit was in like the fucking Bahamas and shit. But as I was watching the shit, it was a little bit more deeper than rap. But it's just like, yo, that that was the first. That was like, that. that's like the case of fraud. That's like, you can't go no more higher than fraud than that. Like, then, then what you're doing with like Bernie Madoff. That's like a step. A step below a, a Bernie Madoff, like real talk, man. Like them niggas, they was finessing motherfuckers like it wasn't crazy. And Ja Rule was a part of that shit off the rip. I believe that a hundred and ten percent, a thousand percent, that Ja Rule was definitely a part of that shit. Every fucking second of it, every fucking second I watched that shit, I just laughed because it was just like, yo, how could you even? Be a part of this shit. Like, you send an email trying to get confirmation, trying to figure out what your flight information is. You know, you you, you trying to see who's, who's fucking, like, going to be there, who's not going to be there, you know? And I'm going to keep it real. Like, if a band backs out of the concert a few days before, that's bad, off rip. I wouldn't even, like, accept that shit. And I'm a person that has been to music festivals, and I know how this shit goes. You know, they send you your wristband, you know, and they charging these people 20000 30000 luxury shit. Like, for real, on the Bahamas. First of all, the Bahamas isn't even, like, capable of even holding that many people. What they said about, I think it was, like, 250 people, 500 people and shit like that. And they ain't even had no rooms, no buildings for people to stay in, no hotels. They had them in little-ass tents, bro. <laughs> Like, I sat right there and I laughed at that shit for, like, for, like, the whole couple hours. Like, they just, I, they just sit right there and just finesse the fuck out of them people, man. And people wanted to be a part of something so bad. They wanted to be a part of the shit so bad that they was willing to, to, to drop a check just to see some fucking, like, some fucking motherfucking musicians come that come to your city every year. Like, you could have saved all that money and just waited until they came to your city because they come every year. Or you can just take a drive or go somewhere or take a plane in the United States and just, you know what I'm saying, and just go to that city that they're performing in. I, I didn't understand. I didn't get the logic of them just flying all the way to the fucking Bahamas or some shit that they don't even know about. And you sitting up here sending messages like, yo, what's up with this? What's up with that? What's going on with this? What's going on with that? If you got to do all that first, that shit should already click in your head like, hold up. There's some sketchy shit what's going on. You know what I'm saying? I would have went on Google Maps like just to see like oh where oh like where is everything is. The first thing I do before I go to every city, I Google Map everything just to see where everything is, just to see where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? So, so you can kind of like get like a familiarity of what's going on of everything that's that's around you. That's like the smartest thing you could possibly even fucking do because the dude on the on the fucking uh, on the Netflix, he was talking about this shit like man, the shit sketchy as fuck, and they wasn't even getting their money and shit like that. Oh, man, like, when I was watching that shit, I was just dying of how many dumbass people that really live through the fucking, live through fucking Instagram. And I'm like, yo, like, this is crazy. But I can't even lie. Like, an iPhone and an app on Instagram is probably the most powerful tool 
in this country, in the world right now, you know? Because if you get a couple popping poppin motherfuckers, like, like, like Fire Festival did, you know, they had Kendall Jenner, had all the supermodels, Bella Hadid and shit like that. You know, um, the the one shorty Iman, she I think she married to like Sterling Sterling Shepard or some shit right now. I think I think that's her name. I, I'm not really too like familiar with all the model names, and you know, and the dude like Ja Rule, you go something something gonna shake. Somebody gonna wanna you know what I'm saying know what's going on with it, but it was just like I don't know, man. It just seemed shady. I just figured that like a lot of those people, they just came from like. Rich ass, they, they they were rich when they was growing up, and they wasn't really hanging out in the streets. That's what I think, you know what I'm saying? So it was easy for them to kind of like finesse those people, to kind of like finesse those upper class people, man. And I figured that, you know, me growing up personally, you grow like you grow up in the streets, you see like finesses, you see people who trying to flaunt their cash, who real and who not. I seen that shit wasn't real from a mile of fucking way. Like, I seen that shit wasn't real from a mile away. They got finesse, and it was easy as hell to finesse them. You know, in the streets, it's like, you know, you're going like, to gonna have juggers. You're going to have robbers. You're going to have niggas who just, like, who hustlers, who finesses and shit like that. This was a cold case of niggas, get, of niggas finessing the fuck out of people and their money. Like, I seen that shit from a mile away. A douchebag-ass white boy who probably, like... Who stay in some upper class suburban town? Who know who who learned how to sit right there and get people to separate them from their money and shit like that? And when you and me personally, when you grow up in the hood, you grow up in the trenches, you see all that shit. You see it all. And all them people I seen those Instagram influencers, the people who work with them. It was just like, man, like I seen all the Instagram influence. I was like, man, I knew that shit was easy to um influence their ass because it was just like they seen everything, you know, and they thought they was going to get this, but they got that. And I was like, whoa, like you got to be kidding me. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like the workers, man, the workers who, who, who were working with him, they was just... This shit, it was just a shit show from the beginning, though. It was just a shit show from, from the beginning. And I was sitting right there watching like, yo, why the fuck y'all ain't just telling him, no, we can't do this. Like, I swear, like, no is, is, is the best word in the English dictionary. It's the best word, without a doubt. I learned how to tell motherfuckers no, and my life has been way more better. Like, instead of just stressing about some shit that was damn near impossible. Like, it was damn near impossible to do. Because the Bahamas is only but so small. Like, you know what I'm saying? The Bahamas ain't, ain't built for fucking... Having concerts and shit and festivals, the Bahamas is built for like just chilling and relaxing. You know what I'm saying? You, you, your girl, and like a couple family. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what it's that's what it's built for. Like you know what I'm saying? Like your kids and shit like that's a vacation spot. You know it's not built for holding motherfucker 500 people for a fucking music festival. You know, and I'm sitting up there and I'm just watching this shit like, and I'm just watching all these dumbass people like just get finessed and they talking about this shit. I was like, bro, y'all are fucking idiots. Like straight up, like you like. If you was gonna pay twenty thousand to go down there and watch a couple, watch a couple concerts, like like a couple musicians do their thing, you deserve to get finessed. Cause I don't even think Coachella that much. You know what I'm saying? Cause it's just like wow, like just so you can go on a boat and shit. I I don't know. I just didn't get it, man. Like I I really just didn't get it. It was funny because like it happened today, as and motherfuckers was like, it looked like a scene out of like a post a post Katrina, like a post Katrina, like when like. It was basically like post Katrina, you know, and I remember when I was watching Katrina in 2005, 
on CNN and shit and just seeing everybody like just running around like, oh, what do we do? Where's the water? Where's the food? Like it was something like that without the deaths though, like like without the deaths, but it was something like that though. It was something similar to it, but without like the deaths and the people dying and shit like that. But in this day and age, man, you can't do people like that, man. You can't do people like that because everybody was like, oh, where's the water? Where's the food? And people just like running the tents and shit like that. Motherfuckers pissing on tents and shit. I'm like, wow, man, that's crazy, dog. Like, for real, for real. It was like they was living in a third world country, but they had, they could have possibly had all the resources right now, man. Like, I don't know, man. It's just strange to me. Like, what the fuck? Like, why would you try to, why would you try to make a music festival in a short amount of time? It just don't make sense to me. Like, it don't, it don't make sense. Like, do you know how much shit that go into that? And dude was sitting right there finessing people out of their money and shit, and they just kept giving his ass money, like... Dog, you gotta know that you see like, like, like fuck shit people from like from the beginning. Like you gotta call that shit out. Like it gotta be something going on in, in your radar. What make it so bad? This dude was like finessing like cards before that. Like first of all, man, if you gotta finesse cards before that, man, man, I wouldn't even have listened to his ass at all. Even though he probably getting a little bit of money, but it ain't true. But it ain't true though. He wasn't. He wasn't real. He wasn't being a man of his word at the end of the day. You know, like, dude was just a fucking douchebag. Like, he definitely had to be a middle-class douchebag who didn't who didn't know shit about shit, who was just, you know, he learned the game. He learned the scheme of just being able to just separate people and their money, man. But like I said, he definitely a hustler, but he definitely being a hustler in the wrong way because he wasn't being true to his word. It's the principles at the end of the day. And that's what, it's the principles and the morals. And that's what I was, I always, I always speak on at, at the end of the day. It's, it's your principles and your morals. Because that's two things that ain't, gonna ever separate from you as a person without a doubt if you still got principles in your morals you're gonna be all right you know but if your morals and your principles bad nobody gonna want to fuck with you nobody gonna want to do business with you at all and dude didn't have no principles no morals but the funniest part man when was when he actually told dude to take the l and say look man we need you to go down there and suck his dick because we need the water i was like my nigga, what like even if you would have been able to get the water. You would have sucked the dick. And he would have been like, I'm not releasing the water. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He would have finessed his ass. But sadly, I'm, I'm happy for him that he didn't have to do that shit. Because it's just like, yo, this is what it has to come to, bro. I would have been like, man, I'm out, dog. Like, fuck that shit. I would have been like, man, dog. Like, hell no. Nah. Fuck you. Fuck all this concert shit. Fuck all these people. I'm out. I'm gone. I'm ghost. And the thing about it, if it had to come to that, bro. Man, y'all niggas is done, bro. Like, real talk, man. Y'all done. Y'all should have been wrapped that shit up. Like, for real. Like, if anything, you should have just told the truth to the people. Because it was going to come out eventually, dog. Like, it was going to come out eventually. So, why just sit right there and just keep lying, keep lying, keep lying, keep lying? Because if you keep on lying, you got to cover up another lie for that lie. So, just tell the truth and be 100 with the people. That's what you could have did. You could have saved the shit. And you wasn't even paying all the workers. They wasn't even paying all the workers and shit. Like, yo... I know this dude probably in it for the millions. They probably they probably want his head in the Bahamas right now. He probably can never go back to that shit. Man, like, that shit just made me, I felt bad for all the workers. And I felt bad for the lady at the end who she was telling, what, what she was saying about all the food she had to make and all her workers and shit. And she, and she checked out 50 bands out of her savings. Man, I felt bad for her, man. You know, like, he le dude legit finessed a group of people, man, who was just, like, gullible. Who really just like sat there and just, and just bleed his his vision, 
man, that's why I say, man, you just can't believe in people, man. You just got to sit back, relax, and see who they are and where they from, you know what I'm saying, before you can actually put your all into that, because I damn sure want to bleed into that, because he definitely felt like a motherfucking, like a douchebag, for real, like real talk, man. But, yeah, man, that shit right there, that fire Festival, if you haven't checked it out, make sure you watch that shit, because that shit is amazing. It's amazing, but it's funny, because it's just like, it just shows you how gullible people in America are when it comes to social media and just taking a couple clicks of your phone, unlocking it, going on Instagram and seeing everything for what it is. Because when you grow up in a city like Miami, LA, New York, you see all those douchebags that do was in Fire Festival. You see all that shit, man. Because I can't tell you how much I've seen motherfuckers just trying to flex and be trying to flaunt like they got money, but they really don't. You know, I've seen I've seen all that growing up in, in my city. And that's why I wasn't really like too like I wouldn't have been really like too like tripping. I'd be like, nah, let me see who, who who he is. Like give me some time and shit. Cause everybody knew it was a mess from the beginning. I don't understand why nobody didn't like didn't just say no, cancel this shit off the rip. Period. It's done. I don't know why or or why they just didn't walk away from it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm pretty sure they didn't even get paid from the shit. So they just wasted a bunch of time at the end of the day. But like I'm saying though, when it comes to social media and these iPhones, man, it 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 is turned in into the most powerful device in the world. Because in a couple clicks, you you can just be somebody. You can post a picture and be somebody, you know what I'm saying, which is kind of outrageous. But at the end of the day, when you live in this real life, this reality right here, not this virtual shit, Motherfuckers gonna find out who you are, you know, whether you can type whatever you want to on Twitter, you can post whatever you want to on Instagram, on Snapchat, on motherfucking any of them little fucking little blog sites, you can post whatever you want to, but when it come down to this real life shit, you can't run from this, man, and that's real talk, you can't run from this, because sooner or later, the real is gonna find out who you are, you know, the realest people in the game gonna always find out. They gonna always separate themselves from the fake, and that's what I that's what I think what happened right here. Real talk, man. Like niggas found out who dude was, who he 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 was a fake and he was a con artist and he was a liar, and he'll never be able to do anything ever again. Not not nothing, not shit, bro. And I I think he's doing six years in jail. <laughs> he'll probably fuck around and, and try to like finesse like some like some like some other people, but man, dog. Like, that shit really made me, like, just open my, open up my eyes and shit. And I was just like, shit, like, how gullible people are when it comes to social media, man. Because if you real, you're going to be able to spot out another real person. If you fake, like, most of these motherfucking Instagram influencers are, and they couldn't really spot out the real, and it shows right there, man. So, Fire Festival, man. I'm going to tell you, all check it out on Netflix, man. It's really, it really, like, shows how things could really, like, erupt it in this day and age, how easy people are just so, like, manipulated and just gullible to the shit, man, so, check it out, man, alright, so, I'm gonna talk about one more last topic, man, cause a lot of people been, like, tripping on the NFL playoffs and shit like that lady, and this shit be getting me mad, because especially me, like, being a former athlete of what's been going on, especially, like, during the Saints game, I'm gonna get to that, I'm gonna speak on that, because I've been seeing motherfuckers on Twitter. Oh, my God, the Saints are supposed to be doing this. And the Saints, they, they fucking cashing in on a lawsuit. They trying to fucking put a lawsuit on a football game. Like, what the fuck? All right, but um, I'm going to talk a little bit about the NFL playoffs now. Now, 
I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start from round one. And I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep it pushing. No, no, no. I ain't gonna start from round one. I'm just gonna start from where, where, uh, where um, the fucking NFC AFC championship now. Okay, boom. Now look, everybody already knows Brady's the goat. If you don't know that by now, if you still betting against him, like you dumb as fuck. Like I said on this podcast last year. I fucking hate Tom Brady with, with with all with all my might. No, matter of fact, I hate the Patriots with all my might. And it's not even because oh, I hate them because they lose on because they win so much. I hate them because you know they play the Dolphins every year nonstop, and them niggas been consistently kicking the Dolphins' ass for like it had to, it, it got to be almost twenty years now. They they've been consistently kicking the Dolphins' ass for like almost a good twenty years now. I think yeah, it's been like a good a good a. A good twenty years, cause they they won the fucking what's the name? They they won a division in like '06 when they came out with the Wildcat and Ronnie Brown and all them niggas. But that's besides the point. One, one year don't make shit. But and I still see people on social media sitting right here telling, saying, "Man, I hate Tom Brady. We doing this, we doing that. I hate the Patriots and shit like that." Man, you gotta respect the man for who he is and what he's done in the game. At the end of the day, I may hate the Patriots, but I respect the motherfuckers a whole lot, bro. Like I respect the niggas a whole lot because the motherfuckers, dog, it take heart, bro, to be able to go out there every Sunday, motherfuckers talking shit, like to go out there and still win, still win in preparation. Like they got, they got, they got their shit. They got, they got a whole system to their shit. You know what I'm saying? Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, like it's a thing where. It's no egos going on in that system. You know, you can't be selfish within that system. And that's why I always salute them boys that. I always come back to that. They're not selfish. They're not egotistical. The last motherfucker that was probably egotistical in their locker room is probably the greatest receiver of all time. You know, and they had him. You, you know the name. So, I ain't even got to even say the name. He, he, he the greatest receiver of all time because he need you needed to pass him the ball. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. And when and when Brady did, he broke every motherfucking record possible. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, this is a team that don't have shit. They got white boys at every receiver. They catching the ball. You know, but they still, they still decent. They get the job done. You know, they got a white running back. You probably don't even see that shit, but Rex Burkhead is good, though. He, he he good as fuck, you know what I'm saying? I seen him in the Big Ten when I was playing in it. He good. He got talent, you know, and they got two and they got two young boys from South Florida, you know. James White and Sonny Michelle. Shouts out to y'all, bro. Stand up. But, you know, man, it's just like, oh, and they got Philip Dorsett. Hey, shouts out to him, man, you know. So that's three people from, on from Broward. So I always, cheer, I always cheer for them and watch them regardless, regardless of the fact, no matter who. Who from Broward, I try to sit right there and watch them in the world in, in, in the NFL. Broward and Day, I try to watch them no matter what. But it's just like, man, you just got to respect them people, bruh. Like, you got like you to respect them. They they come out year after year after year, man. Non-stop. No egos. They know they got to get the job done. Brady, sit, Brady 40, 40-something 40 years old, old as fuck, still chucking that shit like he 20-something. You know? Pat Mahomes is a good one. He gonna be great. No, by the time by the time Pat Mahomes hanging up, he gonna be one of the top ones. You know what I'm saying? He definitely gonna be one of the top ones. Man threw for 50 touchdowns this year. That's unheard of. He definitely gonna be one of the top ones now. The only thing that stopped the Chiefs this year was they had that little trip up fallout with with Kareem Hunt. I do believe if they would have had Kareem Hunt, they would have beat the Patriots. It would have been hard. For the Patriots to stop Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was one of the top running backs the last two 
uh, the last two years. So it would have been hard for him. You take him out of the equation, that's that's something less that the Patriots got to worry about. Damian Williams stands up scoring, what, three times or some shit like that? All right, cool. We're gonna, uh, we going to give him that. But Pat Mahomes, man, and Tyree Hill, Travis Kelsey, they gonna they gonna be they gonna be all right. They gonna be all right. Trust me. They gonna they gonna be all right. You know, cause Pat, cause Tom Brady only got what so many years left. I'm pre- I'm gonna say Tom Brady got two more years left. I don't, I don't think he gonna be playing until until he like 44. Tom Brady got like two more years, especially if he fuck around and win the and win the Super Bowl this year. You might fuck around and have one more year. But I called the, I called the the Patriots beating the Chiefs though, and it wasn't even. Not, not was it because of, I wasn't living in in my emotions with that pick. I was living through, you know, just analysis, like just watching the game. Yeah, the Chiefs are good, but their defense suck. <laughs> their defense suck, and it showed. Like, their defense real suck. You know, and you can only go so far in the NFL if your defense is average and your offense is good. And that's what, and that's what happened with the Chiefs here. Yeah, everybody already knew the Chiefs was going to end up going far, but they didn't know how far because the defense sucked. Even if they would have got to the Super Bowl, they, they would have got blowed out. It wouldn't, it wouldn't matter who, the, who they would have played. They would have got blowed out. So I still believe the Chiefs are going are, are, are to be good down the line in the near future. They keep their whole nucleus. They'll they, be all right. They're going to they gonna be good. They're going to... Pat Mahomes is, is going to win a couple Super Bowls. I'm, I'm going to tell you that right now. He definitely going to end up like winning winning a couple Super Bowls because right now the quarterback playing in NFL is kind of declining. Like a lot of them good quarterbacks like Tom Brady, Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, all the good ones, they starting to kind of like, they backing out from the game. You know, in a couple years, they're going to fuck around and end up retiring. So guess who So guess who going to fuck around and be the one who, who going to end up stepping up? Pat Mahomes, he next, he next in line. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna fuck around and see what's gonna happen with that in a couple of years. But man, don't hate on Tom Brady because your emotions hate him. You know what I'm saying? I can understand if y'all probably fucked around and, and had to play him every year and I have to watch him. Like I watched Tom Brady every year, literally, for the past like I watched Tom Brady for probably like almost like 17, 18 years now. <laughs> like 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 a legit 17, 18 years now. I done seen Tom Brady play in person and shit. So, like, and I really do enjoy watching him. Like, he's really a talent. Like, the shit that you're saying is like, you know what I'm saying? It's like fucking God walking on water. Like, you know, like, you got to really, like, just appreciate what he's been doing, like, for the game all these years, man. He's a talent, dog. Like, I really do appreciate Tom Brady. I appreciate Gronk. I appreciate Julian Edelman. Like, all them dudes, they come to play, dog. They come to play nonstop. You got to pay them for 48 minutes. You got to play them... You know, you got to play them because if you don't, you slip up one time, it's a wrap. Even their defense, like, their defense was was bad at the beginning of the year. They damn near sucked at the beginning of the year. I didn't even believe that the Patriots was going to end up going to the Super Bowl. But for some reason, something but something told me, though, man, this is the fucking Patriots, dog. They always, they get that shit bracken. You know what I'm saying? Around, around, oh, around playoff time. And that's what happened. You know, the fucking... The uh the Miami Miracle and shit. I think that was that was the thing that got them across that bridge. Cause after that, because after that Miami Miracle, I think they played the Steelers that next week and they fucked around and and they beat the Steelers and they went on so on and so forth. They just kept on, you know, the, the tide just kept on rolling. It just kept on rolling for them. Like they picked up steam at the right time, and that's what it's about in the, in, in, in the NFL. It's not about going undefeated throughout the whole season. It's not about winning 15 games, 14 games. It's about can you 
get that momentum and sustain it at the right position of the schedule. And that's what the Patriots did. They sustained it at the right position of their schedule, and now they're in the Super Bowl. And that's what it, and that's what it's all about, for real. Um, do I think they're going to win the Super Bowl? Nah, cause, and I know y'all going to sit right here and say, oh, you're giving all, the, all this glory to them, but, but, you know, but, you, but you don't believe that they're going to win the Super Bowl. And I'm going to tell you why I don't believe they're going to win the Super Bowl. The Rams got a good pass rush. They they pass rush is good. I do believe that Aaron Donald and Sue, they're going to they really hold it down for them. They front seven, like, athletically, the Patriots have trouble with teams who are, who, who are really athletic on defense. The Patriots defense ain't really the best. They, they they really not the best. You know, as you can see, they had trouble, like, the last couple weeks. You know what I'm saying? Well, not against the Chargers, per se, but they really had trouble against uh against Kansas City, you know. And Jared Goff, he, he, he a really good young quarterback, a real good young quarterback, man. I do believe that he going to come out and play. They Their receivers is the only thing that really has me, like, has me really like, ugh. Like, you know, Brandon Cook's like, ugh, he just fucking speed, and that's all he has. Like, he's not really, like, too much of a route runner. It's just fast as fuck. Robert Woods, he come to play a little bit. But other than that, man, I really don't see too much from them. But I'm going to go to the – I'm going to talk about this Rams versus Saints game. <laughs> Look, man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fast forward. I'm going to talk about the pass interference real talk, like, real quick. Now, with that pass interference thing, man, it's just like the Saints had their chance to win. They, they dropped the ball at home. It's no way in the shape or form you should throw two pass plays in two-minute drill, bro, and you got the lead. It's no way. Why would you pass the ball knowing damn well it's a two-minute drill? Like, I understand that. Like, you got two good running backs, Alvin Kamara and, and Mark Ingram. They both good. They both solid. Get them boys a ball, and you and you take a knee, you kick the field, you do whatever, and you, and you call it a day. Now, now you're on to the Super Bowl. I, I understand everybody was like, oh, it's a helmet to helmet, it's a safety issue, yada, yada, this and that. Look, man. After the Saints kicked that field goal, they came back and still had to stop them on offense. So it's like I don't like I like I don't understand like what's the big like all the all the chaos about. Like I understand they still gotta go out there on defense and stop them. If you letting that one play stop you from actually just like continue playing the game, then yeah, you should have lost because it's just like dog, like yo, like my nigga, we still gotta go out there and play. The rest of the minutes and Jared Goff down, they went out there and they they put a surgical drive together that got that got Zerlon to come out there and kick a field goal, the best kicker in the game. Like you should know what like what y'all playing against. You know what I'm saying? Now, what happened in overtime was kind of crazy. Like I tell everybody sitting over here, they talking about that pass interference call, but nobody talking about the pick that Drew Brees threw. Nobody trying to hear that shit, and nobody talk about how poor that route was that that Michael Thomas was. Was fucking running. Nobody talk about all the yards and catches that Michael Thomas put up because his stats was horrible. You know, <laughs> that shit was bad, dog. Like for real. You got to get your props to the Rams and their coaching staff. If anything, man, you definitely got to get your props to the Rams because they did their thing out there. Nah, the pass interference was bad, but that wasn't the only thing that was holding them back throughout the whole game. Because once you went overtime, bro, you still got to play. You you got to play to stop them. And the Saints got the ball first. They got the ball first, so they had another chance. They blew it. And the Rams, they did what they had to do, and they made it happen. They made it happen, so they had their chance, and they blew it. So I can't really speak on too much about that, but my Super Bowl preview, I think the Rams going to fuck around and end up winning it all, dog. Like, I, 
I said last year I thought the Rams were going to fuck around and win it, but they didn't win it, though. They fucked around and lost to the Eagles, but, hey, it is what it is. But the Rams going to fuck around and win it because this is their year right here. And the Saints was playing kind of bad like previous weeks. They had, they had already been playing bad. And like I said, it's about that momentum. You got to keep the momentum going. And, and the Saints was just like dwindling down. Even when even when they had played the Eagles, I seen that shit. And I was like, man, the Saints ain't going to the Super Bowl. Like, it was at the... If you would have asked me at the beginning of the year, I'd have been like, man, the Saints, they looking like Super Bowl contenders. But right now, it was just like... I seen them even like dwindling down when they was playing the Panthers, you know. They was playing... They played somebody else and they wasn't really like doing too good, you know. So, even this time when they played the Eagles, I seen it. And I was like, man, them boys ain't... They, ain't, they not really Super Bowl potential like that. Like... You know, and I seen the Rams. The Rams was the Rams was up with it. They was playing. They was playing upbeat all the time, all the time. Like they was just out there doing their thing. You know, I saluted the Rams. You know, the Rams are they they, they are a good squad. They've been a good squad. They had some faults, but it's hard to beat a good on um, a good team twice, especially like especially like for the Saints and shit. It's hard to beat a good team twice. It's really hard. So I'm not I'm not surprised because I had the Rams winning that one too. I'm not like I'm not surprised at all the Rams beat them. And I and I'm not gonna be surprised when the Rams they win the Super Bowl this shit. Even though like they playing against Tom Brady and all this shit, it's not gonna be enough because the defense, man, they pass rush is just serious. It's gonna be a close game though, but like I said, they got that they got the best kicker in the game. Zolo go fuck around and end up doing it again this time around. So yeah, man, I got the Rams winning. I think the score is gonna be like 31, 34, or something like that. Because I don't believe the Patriots' red zone offense is really that good. And ain't not really that good to me because the Rams' red zone defense is good, dog. Their boys are good. The Rams are good, dog. They solid. So, I believe I believe in the Rams. They're going to fuck around and win this one, man. So, I know I've been, I've been talking, I've been praising Brady a lot. And it's not even on, on like, emotion or nothing like that. I just know that the Rams, they just going to fuck around and do it. Like, because they got, they, they got the capability. They got the DBs to, like, match up with New England. They got the, you know, you know they got the front seven to stop them from, like, running the ball. It's going to be really like a coaching, like, a coaching game, you know. Because, you know, the Rams, they got, they got Wade Phillips as their defensive coordinator. He going to draw up a lot of things and end up stopping them. So, I don't know, Bill Belichick, uh, McDaniels, all them, man, we just going to have to sit down and wait and wait and see, like, what's going on, man, because I do believe the Rams, I don't, I do believe the Rams, they really going to sit right there and beat the Patriots, man. It's going to be tough, but they're going to they gonna have to play them the whole game. They can't play them a portion of the game. They're going to have to play them the whole game, man. So, I really do believe them, believe that the Rams are going to win them, but... Yeah, man, that's hey, that's it for the show, man. You know, it's no entitlement. I'm back. I'm doing these episodes, man, nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. Doing these interviews in nonstop, nonstop. Just going to keep on going, man, and doing my thing, man, you know. And I'm going to come back with y'all next week, man. Next week sometimes. I was supposed to have an interview today, but somebody bailed out. And that's okay, though. I'm not even really tripping, you know. I'm just going to keep on doing my thing, you know. On to the next one, like... Like everything else is, man, you know? So, all right, peace, man. Thanks for tuning in.